what a no-deal Brexit would mean for travelling to Europe after March the 29th, 2019. We'll answer some questions which are being asked around the country about what happens to our holidays. As Brexit negotiations get more and more fraught, people are starting to think about next year's holiday and what it will mean if we get to March the 29th with a no-deal scenario. Even now, today, the nature of the deal is still very much up in the air, making everyone a bit jittery if they have plans to travel to Europe in 2019. So it's remembering that all travel regulations will stay in place until March 29th, so it's business as usual with no real changes. But if the government doesn't manage to reach agreement? Some of the major travel bodies, including ABTA and the government, have updated their stance on what might happen in a no-deal scenario. We've taken a look at what you'll need to do to travel to the EU if there's a no-deal Brexit. A commonly asked question, will my passport still work? In a word, yes. However, after March 2019, if you're a British passport holder, you'll be considered a third country national under the Shenzhen Border Code. This means you will therefore need to comply with different rules to enter and travel around the Schengen area. You will need to check to make sure you have at least six months left on your passport from your date of arrival in that country. You should also bear in mind that as of September 10th, 2018, any extra months you may have on your passport from an early renewal will not count. Previously, you could carry up to nine months over. Other than that, there are no changes for now when using your passport, which has the European wording on the front cover by make sure you've got that. In fact, once we have left the EU, all current passports are likely to remain in force until their expiry, and only then would they be replaced as something without a wording. What's more, at airports, you'll still be able to use the EU citizen lanes for border security. Another question. What about a visa? It looks like at the moment you won't have to worry about applying for a visa. In early November, the European Commission proposed that British travellers should not need a visa to travel to the EU in the event of a no-deal Brexit, as long as the UK provides the same system for EU nationals. Question 3. Can I drive in Europe? If you plan to drive in the EU, the AA has warned you will need to apply for an International Driving Permit, an IDP. An IDP is a document which, when carried with your driving licence, means you would be able to drive outside of the UK, including in EU countries. There are different types of IDP. Which one you need depends on which country you are driving in. Two different types will apply. A 1949 Convention for IDP, Republic of Ireland, Spain, Malta, Cyprus, or a 1968 Convention, IDP, for all other EU countries for Norway and Switzerland. If driving via France to Spain, excuse me, Therefore, drivers will need to take both types. You may be turned away at the border or face other enforcement action, for example fines, if you don't have the correct IDP. You may also need an IDP to hire a vehicle when you are abroad. You will have to visit your nearest post office to get one, which will cost you £5.50. As well as IDPs, a no-deal Brexit could bring back green cards for millions of UK drivers venturing into Europe. Currently, under EU law, all motor insurance issued in the UK is valid throughout the EU as well as Norway, Switzerland, Liechtenstein and Iceland. This means drivers can travel freely without the need for additional documentation beyond the, their driving licence and passport. 
in a no-deal scenario, motorists might soon need a green card from their insurance company to prove they have third-party insurance, the legal minimum level of cover to drive abroad. The AA has said it's gearing up to issue green cards in potentially significant numbers for entry into mainland Europe. In most cases, you can obtain one for free by simply calling up your insurer. But be warned, the Department of Transport has previously said it could cost you and said providers can decide to reflect production and handling costs in a small increase to their administration fees. There may be more queuing at ferry ports as documents are checked when leaving and re-entering the UK. But once in Europe, there should be no restriction in driving across borders. Question 4. What about flying? If the UK leaves the EU with no agreement in place, UK and EU licensed airlines would lose the automatic right to operate air services between the UK and the EU without seeking advance permission. This would mean that airlines operating between the UK and the EU would need to seek individual permissions to operate. The UK government has already said it would grant permission to EU airlines to continue to operate in the expectation EU countries would reciprocate in return. It does admit though that if such permissions are not granted, there could be disruption to some flights. Don't panic though, despite the uncertainty, major airlines all appear confident that flights will continue to take off even if there is a no-deal Brexit. EasyJet has said that both the UK and the European Commission have indicated they will put an agreement in place and it believes that connectivity should not be disrupted. This has been echoed by IAG, the parent company of British Airways. An IAG spokesman said that in the event of a no-deal scenario, both the EU and the UK has said they will put an agreement in place that allowed flights to continue. Ryanair is seemingly the most cautious of the airline operators and recently began issuing a warning on its tickets. This flight is subject to the regulatory environment allowing the flight to take place. Question 5. What about the trains and ferries? For train and ferry services heading to mainland Europe, it seems you have little to worry about. Eurostar is the high-speed rail service connecting the UK and mainland Europe and expects services to run even if there is no deal outcome. A spokesman said the company planned and expected to maintain services on the existing basis and timetable following Brexit. A spokesperson also said we are having constructive conversations with the government on Brexit and will continue to do so. At this point in time we plan and expect to maintain services on the existing basis and timetable following Brexit. Eurotunnel, which operates the shuttle services between Folkestone and Calais, expects services to operate without disruption next year, but isn't able to give any guarantees. Ferries also looks set to continue to run. The ferry and holiday company Brittany Ferries said that Come what may, holidaymakers could look forward with confidence to their 2019 vacation to France or Spain by sea. Shipping operates in accordance with international maritime law rather than European agreements, said Christopher Mathieu, company CEO. Accordingly, there is no question that we will continue to sail as normal on March 30th, 2019 and beyond, even if we are facing a no-deal Brexit. Those who have already booked with us, Brittany Ferries that is, should be reassured and those looking to their 2019 voyage can book with confidence, he added. Whatever happens next year, we will continue to take you on beautiful holidays to France or Spain. Question 7. What if I've booked a package holiday? Booking your getaway through a travel agency, such as two-week holidays, as a package might actually give you extra protection. 
ABTA has already announced that those who are unable to travel due to Brexit will be refunded. A spokesman for ABTA said anyone who books and pays for a package holiday through a UK travel company will receive a full refund if the holiday cannot be provided due to unavoidable reasons and Brexit would fall under this. This means that if a package holiday was booked and then cancelled due to Brexit, customers will get a refund, but would not be entitled to compensation as it would be deemed beyond the control of the travel company. Worth considering if you're still worried about your 2019 holiday. Question 8. Will I be insured? Deal or no deal? A comprehensive travel insurance policy should cover you regardless, so take one out once you've booked your holiday as normal. All policies work on the terms and conditions of said policy, and they pay out according to these. But it's worth checking the clauses within the policy to see what cover you do have in the event of a no-deal Brexit. However, any policy taken out before the disruption should cover you. The best thing to do is read the small print. It may be that insurers deem Brexit to be outside of the control of travel companies as APTA has. Question 9. Do I need to change anything about my European Health Insurance Card, EHIC? The EHIC guarantees urgent medical treatment for Britons visiting the EU. In October 2018, the government announced a fast-track bill, and it said it would provide the powers that are needed to replicate the benefits of the scheme as part of preparations for crashing out of the EU without a deal. The EEHC scheme pays for 250,000 medical treatments each year and UK travellers have saved around £1.2 billion since it began in 2006, according to figures released last year. But without the card, travel insurance costs could soar as insurers find themselves liable for medical treatment that is currently free of charge. The Department of Health admitted it was looking at emergency legislation to establish a legal basis to fund and implement vital reciprocal healthcare schemes and share necessary data after we leave the EU. For now, Officials are saying EHIC scheme will survive after breakfast. Brexit. I always say breakfast. Why breakfast? Subject to an agreement with the EU. You can take some comfort from James O'Sornity, Health Minister, who said, Whether on holiday, working or retiring abroad, British people want to know they can access the same high-quality health care that they enjoy in the NHS. This bill will allow us to implement new health care arrangements with other countries, in the EU and elsewhere so that UK citizens can travel with confidence. Right now, there's nothing you need to do. Question 10. Will I get charged for using my phone? If we arrive at a no-deal scenario, it means the cost the EU mobile operators would be able to charge UK operators for providing roaming services would no longer be regulated after March 2019. This would mean that surcharge-free roaming when you travel to the EU could no longer be guaranteed. However, the government has said it will legislate to ensure that the requirements on mobile operators to apply a financial limit on mobile data usage while abroad is retained in UK law. The limit would be set at £45 per monthly billing period. As at present, currently €50 Euros under EU law, the government would also legislate subject to parliamentary approval to ensure the alerts at 80% and 100% dated usage continue. You should check your mobile phone package to see what they say about surcharge-free mobile roaming in the EU. Your provider may change the amount of calls that you can make, text that you can send and data you can consume, including applying limits that are less than the amount available in your bundle when you're in the UK. Some mobile operators, such as 3, EE, O2 and Odafone, 
which cover 80%, 85% of bigger pardon of mobile subscribers, have already said they have no current plans to change their approach to mobile roaming after the UK leaves the EU. Question 11. Can I still take my pet? Those heading to the EU wanted to bring their cats, dogs or ferrets would have to prepare for travel at least four months ahead in advance of the date they wish to travel. According to the latest government advice, the UK is hoping to become a listed third country, which would limit controls for pet owners crossing into Europe. But there is no guarantee this deal will be completed before Britain's exit to the EU. Depending on whether the UK is listed or not will depend on what you need to do. The government has warned that pet owners intending to travel to the EU on March 30th would need to discuss requirements with their vet before the end of November 2018, which is now gone. Government advice says we are seeking technical discussions with the European Commission to allow the UK to become a listed third country on the day we leave the EU. We will continue to press the Commission to discuss this option with us. Question 12. Will my travel rights change? Regulation EU 2614-2004 on air passenger rights was introduced by the European Commission in 2005 as a way to establish set rules for passengers in the event of a long flight delay, flight cancellations or denied boarding. It is this regulation that allows you to claim compensation should your flight with an EU airline or out of an EU airport be cancelled or delayed. For now, you can continue to use the legislation to protect yourself and claim as usual. However, once the e UK leaves the EU, this regulation will cease to apply to Britain until the government can establish a similar piece of legislation in UK law. Similar regulations are in place for ferries, EU 1177 and rail travel, EU 1371. Question 14. What is the government advising? The government has said its negotiations are progressing well, as it works to find a positive solution to Brexit. However, it has said it also has a duty to prepare for all eventualities, including the No Deal. Government said, for two years the government has been implementing a significant programme of work to ensure the UK will be ready from day one in all scenarios, including a potential No Deal outcome in March 2019. It has always been the case that as we get nearer to March 2019, preparations for a No Deal scenario would have to be accelerated. Such an acceleration does not reflect an increased likelihood of a no-deal outcome. Rather, it's about ensuring our plans are in place in the unlikely scenario that they are needed to be replied on. Well, we hope that's answered some of your questions or queries you might have about a no-deal scenario and travel. We hope to bring you more information on this as we progress between now and March 2019. For now, that's all we've got to offer. Please leave a comment ask a question, we're happy to answer it, and we'll get back to you and look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thank you. Want more content from Two Week Holidays? Why not follow us on Facebook and Instagram? Search Two Week Holidays. Want to talk to us? Email us at info at twoweekholidays.com. If you have any more tips, please leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. That's all from now. Take care and good holidays.